believe. Just just believe that if you have hope, you have everything. So just believe that tomorrow can be a better day. Expect that tomorrow can be a better day. Do what you can in your power to ensure that tomorrow's a better day. And your predictable outcome is that tomorrow becomes a better day. Are you looking for true personal freedom? The freedom to design a life you truly desire? Then you're absolutely in the right place. True personal freedom comes from when you take 100% responsibility and control of your money and your mind. Here, you're going to learn ideas, tips, and wisdom that's gonna help you bridge the gap from where you are now to your dream life in the future. My name is Randy Wilson, and welcome to the Rich Mind Podcast. everyone. Welcome back to the Rich Mind Podcast. Today, coming back to you with another collaboration episode with Chad Kaneller. Today, we are going to dive into a topic that has been very important and impactful in both of our lives that uh, right before we hit record, we were talking about this subject, and I'm not going to tell you what it is yet. A little drum roll, we'll wait here. But uh, at the same time, we kind of talked about it in the last episode. I would recommend if you haven't heard the previous episode to this one, the expectation leads to invitation. Go back, listen to that episode. That was uh, about 20, 25 minutes of just super powerful things that I know that if, if you can catch what we were sharing in that last episode, going into this one here with the topic that we're going to share today is going to like exponentially grow upon itself. So Chad, first off, welcome back to the show, man. I'm just, I'm super excited to get into this topic today. Man, I'm super excited to be here. Always love hanging out with you on your show. Love, love sharing, you know, just some good things that helped me in my life. I figured if it can help me out, then there's probably someone listening that can help them out too. So it's worth a conversation for sure. So that's the part of it that I love is the, it, I get just as much out of talking to you about it, right? So it's like an iron sharpens iron type thing, right? It's like, I feel like I'm pretty good at, at the concepts and ideas, but to hear them from you in a different way, or putting a different story or a spin on it, it really helps me even, because I'm working at this literally every day. I, I focus, when I caught the idea of that personal development was gonna be the piece that could exponentially grow, not even just my finances, but my relationships and just my life in general, I've dove in so far that I, there's no way I could get out of it, if even if I tried, <laughs> and I don't wanna try. So hopefully if folks are listening to this in this uh, little series that we're creating, uh, is also uh, generating some value in their life. And so, yeah, what's what's the topic we're going to talk about today? Man, today we're going to talk about the, the law of associations and how important it is who you're hanging out with. Because I've been told, and I really believe it, that we are the sum of the five people we hang out with the most. And so that's a great thing. It can also be a very scary thing, depending on who we're hanging out with. And you can take an, an immediate audit right right now with wherever you're sitting with wherever you are and it's not so one thing that jim Rohn shared uh that this is where i first heard this from and you folks you're probably hearing us refer to jim Rohn a lot we would recommend both of us i believe that if you haven't started following jim and going down the rabbit trails of the the content that jim has created in the past start there because not only it will just it'll blow your mind but then you'll you'll exponentially be able to do so many more different things but one thing when he talks about associations that really impacted my life was the concept of that you can have 
five minute friends, you can have five hour friends, you can have five day friends, and you can have five week friends. And I had never heard of such a thing, meaning you can put people in different buckets or categories based on how they're impacting you in your life, whether it's positively or negatively. I assume that you've probably heard something similar to that as well, Chad, because I know you're a student of this uh, personal development as well. But when I first heard Jim say that, that was like the first time that it, I started to categorize folks that were in my immediate circle. And I started to think about who did I want in my five minute friends, meaning that you only spend five minutes with them, that you can only spend five days with them, five weeks, five months. Right. And it goes on and on. Yeah. Yeah. It's so true. And, and, and really we do have to take inventory of it and we have to be aware, right? A lot of this is just awareness of what these relationships do to us. You know, and, and some relationships need to be initiated. Maybe there's someone in your life and you need to you need to get around them more, right? Because of the value they're going to add to your life. And so some need to be initiated. Some relationships need to be cultivated, meaning, you know, you need to spend more time with that person. You need to have more conversations with that person because it's going to change you as well. And then so sometimes relationships need to be terminated or boundaries need to be put in place. And again, you have to ask yourself, what is this relationship with this particular person doing to me? And am I okay with that? That's the big question. Are you okay with it? Because at the end of the day, it's your decision. You get to choose how much time that person is or is not impacting your life. Just a quick little story for myself. I've shared this on stories before. My father isn't around anymore, meaning he's passed 2016. But in my story, he and I didn't have the greatest relationship growing up to the point where when I first heard this, I realized that he was part of my five that I need to categorize in a different way. I was giving him way too much of my attention and he was controlling me in a certain way that I would never have been able to break free from a lot of the things. And a lot of it was mental. He was never physically abusive. And I, so I, I'm almost painting a picture like he was a terrible man. He wasn't. But what I will say was that he was impacting me in a way that I wasn't able to go out there and achieve at a higher level because I was not putting him in that category. I was giving him too much time and emphasis over my life. I know that, and it was one of the hardest decisions I ever had to make. We literally moved away from him. He was really close proximity to me. We moved, I picked up my family and we left. That was how serious I needed to take that at that time. Looking back on it, I, as I mentioned, he's passed. So, you know, at, I, the good news is, is towards the end of his life, we really rebuilt some of that relationship that we didn't have previous. And I'm positive that we wouldn't have been able to do that had I not put him in that category of having less impact on my life than he was up until that point, for sure. That was just an example of something that's had, had an impact on me. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, everyone we spend a lot of time with has a lot of influence on us. People who we spend a little bit of time with has a little bit of influence. And not to say that, that you know, you have someone that's bad in one area of their life. You know, like maybe, maybe you have someone who, you know, and they've been... Uh, divorced four times, just as an example. So that's not someone I would have in my life to, to speak into my life on my marriage. However, maybe they're killing it in business. So maybe I give them a place in my life where that I want them to influence me and I want to learn from them in business. So it's important too, to not just throw the baby out with the bathwater and say, well, this person is bad in this area. And so I'm going to, I'm done with them, you know, and, and especially when you're dealing with family, right? Because we don't get to choose, we get to choose our friends, but we don't really get to choose our family. So we have certain family. And so there's a, there's a acceptable place there where you're going to give them a little more time than you probably give a complete stranger, but it's important. So important to understand 
what these relationships do to us. And also important to understand what kind of value we're adding to the relationship. You know, my, my mindset, Randy, is to always leave people better than I found them. And so when I'm having any conversation with someone, I'm trying to find ways that I can encourage them, that I can add value to their life, that I can invest in them. And I expect similar type of feedback from the, the people that are in my life. Now, it wasn't always that way. Back in the day in the 90s when I was singing in rock bands and partying all the time, drugs, sex, and out, uh, rock and roll, I mean, that was my life for a long time. I wasn't adding any value to anyone and no one else was adding any value to me. Like we were all just there trying to get what we could get from each other. And it wasn't a, it wasn't a pretty sight. So if that's a situation you find yourself in, it's important if you want to get in these bigger groups, if you want to upgrade your relationships then you need to upgrade your offerings. And so if you want to have great friends, then I always suggest, first of all, be a great friend. And then you'll see people fighting and clawing their way to get into your inner circle because everybody wants friends who they can trust and who's going to invest in them and who's going to add value to their life. So be a great person first. And then those great people will find their way into your life. I love that. I love that a lot. So one thing that I did early on in my journey when I realized that I needed to upgrade my associations was that I went out and I tried to educate myself as much as I possibly could. And on topics that were of interest to me, it wasn't just random things. So it was, I, I'm really passionate about business. Uh, those of you who listen to the podcast know I'm always talking about, you know, financial education, personal development, all those types of things. So I went out and I got educated as much as I possibly could from outside influences. So that way I knew that when I showed up into these, let's call them bigger rooms, right? Folks that were maybe living at a higher level that I was going to be able to add value to that group and to those individuals to the point where then it could be a give and take, right? It didn't, I didn't show up just wanting to, to take, right? It wasn't just, hey, here I am, gimme, gimme, gimme. That's not how it was. It was, a, I educated myself to a point where I could have a conversation about specific topics. And then I was able to then show up. And when I showed up in that particular way with confidence, with the expectations, like we talked about on the, the previous episode, then I was able to have like a reciprocal type conversation or even a, a uh, relationship with different folks. That's kind of how we've met, Chad. I mean, it was just a matter of, a. Uh, showing up in a room to add value as much as we possibly could. And we, I feel like we tried to do that to each other, which has turned into this, you know, collaboration that we're trying to do once a week, once a month, whatever we're trying to do. And it's just been a lot of fun. So that was just an example again of how I've tried to get myself ready with my associations as I've moved forward for myself. Well, I've heard it said a few different ways. You know what? Some people would say your vibe attracts your tribe. Right. So people who are kind of in the same area of life kind of are attracted to each other. I mean, if you're, you know, if, if you go into a church and you have a new family and you just got married and you have your first kid on the way, you kind of find other people, have their first kids on the way, you just kind of connect with those people. And then bird, birds of a feather flock together. Right. And I mean, and then you get in your neighborhood, you kind of you walk around the neighborhood and you see so-and-so got a new pool. So now you're talking about their pool and like, Oh, who'd you use? And <laughs> next thing you know, you're thinking about getting, getting your new pool. Right. So it's, it's all these things happen happening on a, on a subconscious level a lot of the time. But I'll tell you this is that when you look at like just the separation, you know, some people say there, there's really not a much of a middle class anymore. There's, there's, there's poverty and there's wealth. And I can tell you from person, I've been in both areas. I've been in extreme poverty and I've been in wealth. And I can tell you the conversations are different. Like people who are in po poverty, they're talking about their, their latest and greatest Netflix show. They're asking, you know, what's the three favorite shows you're watching right now? Because they're thinking about wasting their time. And, and really what we're talking about here is they're spending more time on, 
on tension relieving, trying to escape from the life they don't necessarily like, right? And then other people who are like you, Randy, we're thinking about, hey, when's the next weekend where we can go learn? You know, when can we go learn and, and upgrade ourselves? And so that would, that's what I would call the goal achieving bucket. So, you know, a lot of people are focused more on tension relieving, less on goal achieving. So when you're a goal achiever, when you decide to, to make that move from being tension relieving to goal achieving, people look at you and they're like, man, what happened to my friend Randy? Like he's, he's changed. <laughs> I like the old Randy better. Come on, man. You won't come to, come to the ball game with us anymore. You won't, you know, you won't, won't go uh, hang out and, and barbecue and drink beer all day for two straight days. And you're like, man, I got, I got goals. I got ambition. I'm, I'm over here. I'm focusing on goal achieving. I'm, I'm listening to podcasts and, and reading books. And they're like, well, are you serious? You haven't even seen the latest episode of whatever was on television. And, and it's just, so you're, you're breaking out of that circle, not good, bad, or indifferent, you know, I mean, and if you're perfectly happy where you are in life, I'm not, I'm not beating anybody up here. I mean, you can, you know, live where you're at now. And if you're happy with that and you're satisfied, then great all for you. But I think most people probably listen here are wanting to upgrade their life. You know, I, I love how Jim Rohn puts it. He says, be thankful for all you have while you pursue all that you want. And I'm of the opinion, Randy, that if I'm not pursuing something, then what's the point of life? I mean, I think I think as men, especially, we're we're made to be producers, and we want to pursue something. We want to, you know, we want to go out and capture something new for the family, right? For the big hunt or whatever we got going on. And so it's a constant, it's a constant growing and a constant changing. And that's who all my friends are because that's what we talk about, and that's who I am now. But you know, look at me 20 years ago, and you just said, "Oh my gosh, that guy." I mean, I was perfectly happy living in uh, just broke and almost homeless and living in apartments and, and didn't have any really goals or aspirations. And so I started to get into different circles. Now I hang out with a lot of business owners, franchise owners, success. I have a friend that's a billionaire now. I mean, I, you know, shoot, back in the day, I didn't have any friends that were even a millionaire. And I got a lot of friends that are millionaires now. And, and so it just changes, but it changed because I changed. It changed because I sought out. And I, I added more value to people and, you know, service to many leads to greatness. So um, I've just found ways to serve a lot of people. I love that too. So one thing, and I wanted to throw this kind of a question back to you is that one of the thoughts that I had when I was first starting my journey was that people would not be as receptive to people coming into different circles, right? So it's like when you first show up in a room, my experience has been personally that people are willing and wanting to give you as much as you're willing to take, right? If you're showing up to give, right? You just don't want to show up to pepper people with questions and how do you do this? And how, that's not what, you know, showing up in different rooms means. But my experience is you mentioned about your, your billionaire friend. You could call that gentleman with a legitimate question about it, whether it's a business or personally, maybe, maybe it's part of personal, right? And you would get a, be able to get a response. The point that I'm trying to, to bring home is that these people are accessible meaning they're right there. They're willing to help that if you show up to give and add value back to their life, they'll answer your questions. They'll give you the point you in the right direction. Here, read this book, watch this, watch this, do this, right? And you start putting those pieces together and the next thing you know, you're on a totally different path than you could have ever dreamt. Uh, has that been your experience as well? Oh, absolutely. There are so many great people in the world that will, they're, they're transparent, open books. Now, there are people that don't want to give away the trade secrets and they're not going to tell you what they did to get there. But there's a lot of people. And I'll tell you, it's, it's as simple as this. John Maxwell, and I learned this first from John Maxwell. When he was kind of starting off in life, 
he would just invite someone to lunch, to buy him lunch. I mean, you can go find any bit, I, I guarantee Randy, anyone listening here, you could find someone in your town and you could be like, okay, I want to go, I want to open up a shoe store, you know, whatever it is. So you go into the six, most successful shoe store in your town, you find out who the owner is and you just say, hey, man, you're killing it. Can I buy you, you know, everyone I've ever met eats food, right? Usually breakfast, lunch, dinner, at least lunch, right? And so just go in there and offer. If someone comes and offers me lunch to pick my brain for an hour, I'm going to say <laughs> yes. You know, and so will most other people. So you go offer to buy them. Now, when you get on Warren Buffett's level, you know, I think he auctioned off a lunch one time and, and two business partners split 650 grand so that they, they had to pay 650 grand for their lunch. But hey, you buy me lunch, I'll do it for free. And I know so many good people who have had tons of success in life. That's one of the best things you can do, Randy, is you can just find somebody who has some, maybe they're kind of living a life that you wish you were living or they have some information that you want to know and just offer to buy them lunch to say, hey, I'll take you out for lunch. I just want to ask you some questions. And good people, Randy, like you and like myself and like tens of thousands of other people would gladly let you buy us lunch so we can answer any questions that you have. That's an easy, simple way to just have access, right? To get your foot in the door into those circles. And, and then you, and then you just ask, having lunch with someone, you say, well, what are some groups? What are some things I can plug into? What would you recommend? And then it just, it's just, if you seek, you will find. If you ask, you'll receive. If you, you know, when the student's ready, the teacher will appear. So it's just, you have to position yourself to say yes and start putting yourself out there in these different groups and these different environments. And that's how you can become part of it. And it's just the decision. And that's the hardest part, I believe, when folks, they don't believe that they can. They don't believe that they're good enough, big enough, smart enough, you know, you, whatever the term is you want to put on it. It's hard to break free from those limiting beliefs, those bo the box you, you claim. And we talk about a lot on this, this these episodes, right? The self-imposed limitations that we put on ourselves, we don't allow ourselves to go out into the world and have these conversations. It's like what we're doing here, Chad. Selfishly, you're... I'm trying to show up with a platform and you and I get to have this collaboration back and forth and it's a dialogue and we're building a relationship and who knows where it's going to lead down the road. We're in a business relationship as far as we're a partnership. And it's like, I get to ask you whenever I need, it's like, Chad, Hey, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? And it's not that you're instantly responding back to me, but you will within the next few hours or a day or so. The point being is that I'm trying to pour into you with value and then it's a reciprocal type of idea or type of relationship. And folks, you can do this too. Uh, the piece that I said earlier about the education, educate yourself a little bit with some terms, with some dialogues, even going down this personal development route with learning the ideas that we're talking about and the concepts on these episodes can really elevate your ability to show up in a room to add value. And when you show up with that, that energy, you're going to start attracting folks to you, which is, it's super cool when it first starts happening. It's a little unnerving, maybe a little bit, because you're maybe not used to that. But when it starts happening and folks start approaching you uh, based on the energy and the your ability to, to live up in a room, it starts to be a lot of fun, which is super cool, which, which is why these, these associations uh, can change and evolve. They're never stagnant, not from what I've ever been able to see in my own personal life, right? You might add someone here today that in a year or two might, you know, they might evolve away or, or a little, maybe it's a different relationship as well. So it's never the same five aren't always together all of the time. Right, right. When I remember being so intimidated when I was younger, like when I first went into the military, right? I was an enlisted guy and I remember looking at the officers and going, man, they're so much smarter than me. 
there's no way I could ever be an officer. Well, years later, I end up being an officer and I'm like there at officer candidate school thinking, man, how did some of these guys make it here? Are these really going to be some officers? So it was a mental switch. Or I remember uh, going to a big, huge church and my wife became friends with the executive pastor's wife. And I remember thinking, man, there's 5,000 people go to this church. This guy would never be my friend. He's the, the number two guy and he ends up being a close friend of mine, travel all over the world together, do all kinds of things together. You know, and what it really boils down to is, as every single person on here, you know, we're, we're just as good as the best, all of us, but no better than the rest. We're all, as far as I know, we're all born naked and stupid, right? Got to get smacked on the butt by the doctor. That's kind of, and, and think about, we're all a champion to get to that point, right? Because my friend Glenn Morshower shared this. He was a uh, best known as Agent Pierce. He's an actor, best known as Agent Pierce on all the 24 seasons. And then he was in a bunch of the Transform movies, but he's always like the general with the red hair, but Glenn Morshower, super, super cool guy. But how he explains it is from the very beginning conception, Randy, it was you against 400 other thousand zygotes. And guess who won? <laughs> you won. So you're a champion. So sometimes we just have to remember, we have to remember what it was like to be a champion because we, the fact we came into this world is a miracle. And so we came into this world already as a champion, as a miracle. And it's kind of like I showed some kids this in Mexico one time. If I take a $100 bill that's fresh off the print, right? It's worth how much? $100. Now, now if I take that $100 bill and I stick it in the toilet and I, have a, I take a big dump on it and then I take it outside and I rub it in the dirt and then I have my dog pee on it and then I, I rub it in the dirt some more. How much is that $100 bill worth? Um, $100. It's still worth a hundred dollars. It's not going to smell good. I want to clean it up. But my point Might not is want it, but it's yeah. It's you and I were born. We were priceless. And now life beat us up a little bit. Life might have said you're not. You're good for nothing, son of a gun. You might even had parents that beat you down and said, you know, you're never going to amount to anything. But guess what? No matter what happened to you, Randy. No matter what happened to me, my family, your family, anybody on here listening. No matter how bad you were abused. No matter how bad someone beat you up or hurt you, at the end of the day, you are still worth the same as me, as Randy, as anyone else on this planet from the minute you were born. And that means you are priceless. You're worth unlimited. So you have to just remember who you are and remember what you're worth. And that's automatically going to, you're going to be, you're going to walk a little different. You're going to be like, yeah, I need to get around some, I need to help my friends remember who they are. And if they don't remember who they are, I need to get around some people who remember who they are because that's how I'm going to live my life moving forward. And part of it, Randy, is just stepping back into who you are and understanding that and choosing a better life. You know, it's like, it's like, do you want to be happy or not? If you, if you want to be happy, then do things that where the predictable outcome is happiness. Like don't do the things that will predict, predictably end you to disaster and depression and misery do the things that will lead you to happiness. And that's what I chose to do many years ago, but you don't know what you don't know. So you got to get into these books. You got to get into these podcasts. You got to get around people who have been where you are now and gone to where you want to go and they will guide you and they'll teach you. And sometimes it's a simple story away. It's a simple podcast away. You just have to continue to seek it out and you will always find the answers. Boom. That was it. That was it. We're, we're going to die a, bow on this one because that was it folks rewind that last couple of minutes there chad that was it he nailed it so folks that is exactly what we're trying to do with these episodes is to bring you as much ideas and value 
just different things that might be the, the exact thing that you're needing that can propel you to a different direction that, that you might not even be or believe that it's even possible. The expectation is invitation. We talked about that in the last episode. Expect to come across different associations, but sometimes you have to go out there and put yourself in, into what is considered an uncomfortable environment to find those associations. You've got to step into that. As Chad said, we are all winners in our own way. We have the ability to provide as much value as we choose. And that's where I was talking about earlier in this episode about getting a little bit educated. Information is abundant these days. You can listen to anything on any topic at any time. It's amazing what you can acquire in a relatively short period of time. Take some time, figure out some things that are of interest to you. What interests me doesn't need to interest you. But the idea, though, is that you get educated in those things and then go show up in those rooms. Go meet some of those folks that have the same interest as you. When you do that, that's going to increase your circle of five, your associations, which then is going to allow you then to expect even more to come. And as you continue to expect, the results are going to continue to come, which is going to continue to expect. You see where I'm going with that? It just continues to grow. And that's been my personal experience. And that's exactly what I'm hearing Chad say so far in this episode as well. So I think we're going to bring this one in for a landing, Chad. That, that was fantastic. Is there anything else you want to add to that? Uh, but that was really good. No, the only thing I want to add is just, man, just believe. Just just believe that if you have hope, you have everything. So just believe that tomorrow can be a better day. Expect that tomorrow can be a better day. Do what you can in your power to ensure that tomorrow's a better day. And your predictable outcome is that tomorrow becomes a better day. Chad and I believe in you. So go out there, make it a fantastic day, and come back and visit us on the next episode. Uh, we look forward to coming back again and just providing as much value as you possibly can. Uh, if you are enjoying these uh, episodes, please take a minute. If you could, leave us a review on, the, on any podcast platform that you might be listening to. You can also share this with your family and friends. We're trying to spread the message. And at the same time, maybe some of the things might not resonate 100% with you, but you know of someone that needs to hear exactly what we're talking about. And we would really appreciate you taking a minute and just hitting that share button or hitting that like button or just leaving, leaving us a little bit of a review would really help us understand and, and really impact those people in a positive way that we're really trying to do. So go out there, as I mentioned, make it a great day. And until we come back with the next episode, we'll talk to you very soon. And until then, bye now. Thank you for joining me on the Rich Mind Podcast. I hope you found a ton of value in this episode. If so, I'd really appreciate a five-star review. And you can also share it with your family and friends. And as my mentor Jim Roden shared with me, in order to have more, you must first become more. And in order to become more, you must work harder on yourself than you do on your job. So go out there today and work harder on yourself to become more and build the life of your dreams. Until next time, my friends.